Hello again, and welcome to Crime in Music. I'm your host, Brian J. Kinsley, and with me today, ahoy hoy, it's Jason Roy. Hey, Brian. Hey, Jason. Every other week, as you know, we'll bring you a new true crime podcast about people in and around the music industry and their misadventures into law-breaking. If you like music history, murder mystery, people with eccentricity, you've come to the right place. Uh, you're going to share with your friends and tell a relative, right? Because that's what we need. We need to get some people around the map. We've got a decent amount of uh, people so far following us. But if you know someone, I think we're looking for Hawaii again. We have Hawaii some months and then other months they drop off. And they'll tell two people and they'll tell two people. And they'll and tell two more. So if you know somebody, please send them your favorite episode. Reach out to us on the social medias if you'd like to talk to us and uh, get a shout out on the show. Boy, what's uh, what's up today? Jason Roy. Well, Brian, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Ben's car that I purchased for $300. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, last week, somebody clipped me on the expressway on my way to work. Uh, Friday, it just stopped running on the side of the road. Turns out it broke down seven minutes from your house, so I had it towed, and we did some pretty manly things. We did. We got super manly this afternoon. Yeah. And then we worked on the car. Yeah. So yeah. it was really good. Yeah, no, Ben's old car sitting in my driveway for a day and a night. So thanks, Ben. But it'll be back. No, it's back and running. I believe the repairs you did, I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, boy, today we're going to talk about some manly things also. And there's some people, there's some cars that are involved, actually. And oh. uh, we both cracked some beers. So there's some beers involved in this today also. Do you ever listen to that? It's I got a lot of respect for the guy because he kind of got it, his popularity came from strictly stand up, not because of SNL, not because of any sitcom deal, but Brian Regan. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you ever hear the skit? This is just me. And my father was a mechanic. My father in law is a mechanic. I know nothing that is skipped over me. It skipped this generation. <laughs> but there's a part where he talks about how he knows nothing about cars and he has to, when something's broken on his car, he has to actually like make the sound the car makes. He can't describe like what oh, yeah. the thing, like, when you talk to the mechanic. Yeah. He's like, it's, it's going, like, yeah, that, that was me. So I'm talking to my father-in-law and I'm like, it, it, it just kind of like, and <laughs> damned if he didn't know what it was actually. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That he's was like, enough for him to work. He's like fuel line. Oh, That's God. hilarious. I thought it was the fuel line. I thought it was impressive, like the old school, the fact that you're out there working on the car, but the new school, you were FaceTiming a mechanic yeah. while you were working on the car. Does this look right to you? <laughs> like, you got your phone all up underneath there. So, like, doing it right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's the one. Why do you keep talking to me? All right, transitioning so on to the show. <laughs> uh, let's talk about that. Are you ready for guessing who's today's guest? I'm never ready for this. Oh, this God. stresses me out. That's what everybody every says. I've never sat. Time. The music gets me, like, that throws me. Like, I always think of, like, like, uh, like Grand Ole Opry, like Johnny Cash, before you come out and they're playing, like, that music, and he's like, dun, 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 and he's like, all right, everybody, thanks for coming. And, like, that's, for some reason, my mind goes there. You're on the, you're doing the performance, you're on the stage. Yeah. Well, let's kick it off. Coming to the stage. All right. This week's guest, the guest. Are you ready to go? Here we go. All right. They call him the Little Prince of Pop. Little Prince of Pop. Um, Tevin Campbell? No, 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 no. Uh, big A. Got a big A. No, just a big A is the, is the Big A. I'm Little. thinking that is the A relevant to his name? Like his name like Arnold. They just call you Big A for no reason. I mean, maybe you got a lot of A's in school. 
Okay, can I ask you a question? Sure. All right, um, would you... Has he put out, or she, put out any type of material in the last 15 years? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, would you say rock and roll? No. R&B? Closer. Hip hop. Uh, let's Hip-hop. go with another one. Let's go here. Right. Uh, they, some people call him Chucky. What's up, Chucky? Chuck, uh, Chuck Berry, but you already Hi, did Chuck, Chuck Berry. Berry. That's correct. Oh, uh, uh, oh, we got a minute left. Uh, gee, uh, uh, Chuck D from <laughs> oh, uh, 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 Public Enemy. No, damn. Uh, some they call him Air Boy. Air Boy. Air Boy. Not Air Bud. No, Air Air Boy. Okay, that's uh, funny. Um, do you have a dog in the studio today? Uh, Little Prince of Pop, Big A, Chucky, Air Boy, um, AC. AC Slater. Albert I knew Clifford. that. Was, yes, it's Mario. I Lopez. met him once. I have my picture yeah. taken with him. Yeah, Mario's got a huge uh, following in the musical industry. What was the clue? MC? AC. 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 That's a big one. Uh, All right, with 20 Al- seconds left. Oh, my. I'm blanking. Just, but I don't know. Kid Carter. Aaron Carter. Hey! That's how I beat Shaq. That's how I beat Shaq. Exactly. Boom. Man. All right, let's get rid of that. We're going to give you your clap. Oh. You did it. The last question, or the last guest. Oh, my uh, God. Jeez, well, where's my brain? The last uh, hint was brother of Backstreet Boy, Nick Carter. You are correct. It's Aaron Carter. What do you know about Aaron Carter? <laughs> I know. That's how I beat That's Shaq. That's how I beat Shaq. I remember, I think I was too old to watch the Disney <laughs> Channel, but and there was nothing weird about it. That's not why I was watching it. But I remember they would always have, like, well, now they used to do it with, like, they'd have, like, Selena Gomez with, like, the magic wand doing the mouse ears. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, at the end, she would, like... Disney. Yeah, and they did that with, like, what was it? The Sweet Life with Zach and Cody? Yep. Yeah. But I remember they would always have, like, these little music videos in between well, instead vignettes. of commercials. You yeah. know, it was just kind of their way of peddling their, you know... I can act and sing. Yeah, yeah. But I remember, yeah, that's how I beat Shaq, and I just remember Shaq's, like line in that he had a couple lines he was involved in the song he's like he's, he's rapping about how he was playing basketball and you know playing Shaquille O'Neal and then Shaquille O'Neal just comes in the back and he's like oh you guys won't play <laughs> it's just like the most like but yeah I, I love that song actually I bought like, like those gold bond commercials yeah yeah I actually <laughs> I bought the single for that on CD and we were up at Matt's place and it was like on a rush day, and we put it in, and he immediately loved the song because it was just so absurd. That's and, how I beat Shaq. Yeah, and he's not like it was just all gimmick, and it was a way for Shaquille O'Neal to kind of get his name out there. It was a way for Disney to make money. He was, it was just oh, and we're gonna cover a bad all of it. Song, we're gonna cover all of that. And today. now he's got a face tattoo, right? That's many. <laughs> That's correct. We will get there, everybody. All right. Starting off December 7, 19... You think Shaquille O'Neal looks back at that with... Why do you do this to me? I, I don't know. I mean, he's done a lot. You think that... That's, I don't know. You would remember something like that. Oh, for sure. You're in a music video. And yeah. You've got a song on the radio, and uh, I'm sure you're charting on TRL. We're going to start in December 7th, 1987. Born Aaron Charles Carter in Tampa, Florida, USA. Two parents, Jane Elizabeth... Um, and her husband, Robert Jean Carter. Jean used to own a bar called the Yankee Rebel in Jamestown, New York City. And then they, uh, several years later, the family moves to Ruskin, Florida to manage a retirement home called the Garden Villa Retirement Home. And looking it up, it seemed like a nice place to die. So, I would, uh, what's the retirement home that's not too far from my house? The, the Spotted Palm. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you <laughs> go. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, his older brother, Nick Carter, as we mentioned, is in the Backstreet Boys. Uh, give You want to give people a quick idea of the Backstreet Boys? It's a boy band came out. Kinda Backstreet Boys was it? After New Kids. It was Nick Carter. It was, um, uh, who was in that? There was Nick, the one, um, well, they a- had a- be, AJ. They had to have a bad AJ boy. McLean. There you go. He was like the Donnie Wahlberg. And, but the thing about the, those boy bands, they followed a template. Right. They did. And they had, you know, you had to have like the heartthrob. You had to have the bad boy. You had to have, um, you know, kind of the mysterious one. And they had the one that didn't really like belong there. Like, and was it Howie? Uh, there was two Howies. There was two <laughs> Howies in the Backstreet Boys. Which one? There was Howie that was the bad boy. Howie B, I think it was. Whoa. And he was the one that had the tattoos, the goatee. And then you had the other Howie. I think he had the ponytail. He was he was Latino, and then you had um, the guy that was like forty five in the band, kind of the taller guy, oh, the old guy, the old dude, yeah. the old dude, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Right. But who was the um, Pearlman? Was it Lou Pearlman? Lou Pearlman. We'll was, get to Lou Pearlman. Was he part of that whole deal? He was because there was the Backstreet Boys. They were kind of that was like that whole TRL wave, right? You had Backstreet Boys. You had Ninety Eight Degrees, even O Town, Liquid, Liquid Dreams, yeah, baby, yeah, yeah. So I'm an Ashley Angel fan myself. Ashley Angel, he had a, I forgot about his reality <laughs> show on. Remember that? I made it. My song's on the radio. Ashley Angel. Hell yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. So that's the Backstreet Boys. He he's the younger brother of Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. So he's what Marky Mark was. Oh right. To exactly. New Kids on the Block. Correct. He, he's but the, he's, he's, he's the Marky, he's the Marky Mark, Mark of the Backstreet Boys. All right. So uh, they've got some sisters, though, too. He's got a twin sister named uh, Angel. She's a model. Uh, we've got BJ. That's <laughs> another sister. And then we have Leslie. And uh, we'll get back to Leslie. She comes back around here. Okay. So Chucky is named after his paternal grandfather, Aaron Charles Carter, and his maternal grandfather, Douglas Charles Spalding. So the Charles is deep with them. Like the basketball? Uh, uh, oh, Spalding. Spalding. Hey, might have been. Honestly, I didn't look into that. Damn it. I should have. Chucky attended Franklin D. Miles Elementary School and the Ruskin School in Florida. So he's Florida educated. Uh, he began performing um, at the age of seven as the lead singer of Dead End, a local band. That was formed in uh, members of a rock school that they attended in Tampa. So he went to those like school of rock type of things. Oh, those are cool. Found like these group of kids want to jam, and they formed. Uh, they formed. You ever Dead seen End. School of Rock with Jack Black? Absolutely. Yeah, you know all those kids, like the kid that plays guitar in that movie, was classically trained. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, yeah I saw a little documentary. And on I him think about the it. kid that plays piano on that was actually from Kalamazoo. Really? Yeah, not too far from here. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, Chucky did not think it was too cool to be in a band, so after about two years, because they were interested in alternative rock while he wanted to go into pop, uh, he, he he moves on. Like He's like, I'm no more... Like, there's a quote here. This quote will sum it up. He's like, quote, when I was six years old, I was in a rock band. That was a horrible band. It was called Dead End. And the name kind of described us. People would be like, go and perform at coffee houses and stuff like that. People liked us. There you go. Dead end. Dead end. I never. <laughs> it's kind of self. It's self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, the writing's on the wall, dude. <laughs> What's gonna happen to us, guys? Eh, it's not looking well. So, okay, March 1997, he ditches Dead End. Chucky made his first solo appearance, singing the cover of The Jets' "Crush on You" when opening for the Backstreet Boys in Berlin, Germany. So his band opened for the Backstreet Boys. No, just him. He went on a solo appearance. That you know, that's. I'm always fascinated with like these little factoids, like. It blows my mind that Hendrix opened for the Monkees. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And the Beastie Boys opened for Madonna. You would think it would be 
like from when you know of, well, like when I was introduced to Hendrix, I'd be like, you know, you met- <laughs> it's like the monkeys. You yeah. open for the monkeys. I love the monkeys. I'm not gonna I lie. Too, I love the monkeys. You, I would rather see the monkeys first and then end with Hendrix as opposed to the other way around. Like, oh, the jam's coming because Mickey's gonna sing. Mickey Dolan's, yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, the dude, uh, much like Mickey Dolan's, Chucky crushes it so hard that he gets a record contract. Wow. So in the fall of 1997, he re- releases his first single called Crush on You. Do you remember that one? No, I don't. Me neither. Uh, I heard it, but it sounded like bubblegum pop, and I didn't remember it, so it couldn't have been that good. So wait, so he was his he was in a band that opened for Backstreet Boys? No, again, he just did that solo by Okay, himself. so he went, okay. Right. He left the band. He's like, I'm tired. The dead end has reached its end, and I'm out. So I'm going to do, they wanted an alternative, like he said, and he wanted to do pop, so. Okay. There you go. Uh, he got his crush on you's out in December 1st, 1997. He's got the uh, studio album, same name. Um, it was an instant hit in European countries like Spain, Norway, Denmark, and Germany. The album achieved gold status in Norway, Spain, Denmark, Canada, and Germany. Is he so, part of the whole Lou Pearlman, like that umbrella of... He is. Like he was... Okay. He's under the uh, dynasty of Lou, for okay. sure. So June 19th, or June 16th, 1998, uh, it's released in the United States. Um people pretty much liked it it wasn't a super big hit so yeah he tries another one it's, uh september 26 2000 he releases his second studio album called aaron's party come get it i know that yeah, one i thought you would i know that one is that the one you bought the single that on? is the yeah not the single but it was the cd <laughs> single well much like yourself the album sold more than three million copies to people in the united states and it was certified triple platinum by the riaa the album included single hits like i want candy that's right. Aaron's Party, Come Get It, and That's How I Beat Shaq. Oh, such a good song. And then a song called Bounce, which I almost remember, Wait, but I don't. Wait, that sounds... Bounce, 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 because he kept bouncing. I'm yeah. Bouncing. What was um, the first song on that you named off? I Want Candy. And that was a cover of the... Yeah, it is the cover. Okay. I Want Candy, because he's a little kid, so he's like, I Want Candy, That's How I Beat Shaq. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All songs received airplay uh, on the Disney and Nickelodeon. Disney and Nickelodeon Networks. Uh, he made several guest appearances on Nickelodeon during that time, as you talked. He was an opening act in several concerts for Britney Spears and the Backstreet Boys. And then within a few years, he's able to make a place for himself as pop and hip-hop singer. Amongst teenage and preteen audiences, he's like number one for a while. So he did Disney and Nickelodeon, right? Yes. That's I'd... pretty rare because they know that Disney's notorious for, like, they own you. Don't they own Nickelodeon? I don't know. I don't, I don't either. No, I don't, I don't think I, so. You got me on that. I don't know. Because I know I've I've read and I've heard that if you, like if you're on like The Sweet Life with Zach and Cody or, um, uh, what's the other one? Like a couple of them. Well, they're, they're Hannah Montana. There you go. That was a big one. Like, like you don't dare go over to Nickelodeon. It's Oh, really? Yeah. It'd be, it's, they, like, they owned you. Career suicide. Yeah. We'll end yeah. you. Yeah. We'll, we'll end you, Zach. <laughs> and we know about your brother, Cody. Oh, well. In your sweet life. <laughs> Those dudes are waiters now. Both of them? Yeah. Well, one of them is. What? But, yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, I saw, and uh, it was like it was like that Us Weekly, like some rag tabloid magazine where they always have like, it's just rumors and celebrity gossip, and then they have like the, who wore it best? Or they're just like us. Celebrities like pumping gas, and it's just like, you know, but it's just a thing. But they actually had one of the, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's Zach or Cody. I want to say yeah, it's Cody. Probably. Just, I, just because. Yeah, probably. That's classic Cody. <laughs> but he was, uh, yeah, he was waiting tables, man. 
Sorry, Michelle. But I think it was like he made no apologies. He's like, yeah, like that Sweet Life money ran out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll actually get into that, man. There's some issues and some laws about when kids make money and what their parents are supposed to do with it. So hold your horses, and I will tell you, tell you about that. March 2001, uh, Chucky makes his acting debut. He guest stars in an episode of the Disney Channel series Lizzie McGuire. Oh, the Lizzie McGuire movie, too. That was a good one. That's what you were thinking. They had like, those little animated versions of her in between. You got it. Yeah, that was... You Actually, my wife made me, she was a huge fan of that, and <laughs> made me watch like a 30-minute documentary on Lizzie McGuire, and I had no idea about how that was um, really, like, that was like a lot of like covert feminism, which is like, huh? n- n- not in a bad way. I don't mean covert in the way like, oh my God, they're trying to, no, like the writers were writing like this character that was pretty rare for the, the girls at the time. And it was like, it was, you look at you look at it, and you're like, wow, like that's awesome. Like it really was like, they really embrace that but it was kind of like hush hush like we if they find this out you know they're gonna shit can us real quick what yeah yeah and it was a really interesting documentary and it was yeah and i'm like you know what yeah i think i mean my daughters watch a couple episodes after that actually interesting like a real life uh mary tyler moore yeah like kind of like buffy the vampire slayer you know like a lot of breaking the mold man. yeah yeah it's great they need more of that they really Lucille do ball Ooh. Lucille balls that's coming i'm oh, doing a Lucille good. ball desi arnaz episodes so yeah just so you guys know heads up all right, that same month, though, we'll get back to Chucky. Uh, he stars in those things on Disney, right? And then he and fellow teen star Samantha Mumba, they perform a concert. I remember Samantha Mumba. She was the, where was she from? She was from England? I don't know. I didn't. I thought she was American. Was she American? I, I could be wrong, but I, I thought she was American. Yeah, she had some good she had some good songs. She did. She performs a concert with him, uh, Aaron. Oh, God, I said his name. Uh, Chucky at the MGM Studios Live Disney Channel. They called it. Aaron and Samantha Mumba in concert. Uh, Chucky's part of the concert was released to the DVD, to a DVD later that same month. They just called it Aaron's Party Live in Concert. So they cut I out. Sold like Gangbusters too, didn't it? They cut out Samantha Mumba and it sold huge. Mm-hmm. How could it not? It's like Bob Marley, No Woman No Cry, live version of that, better than the album version. Um, I want you to want me, Cheap Trick, and then How I Beat Shaq. Live version. <laughs> the live version of How I Beat Shaq. Oh, I don't know gosh. if I can handle that. Oh, my gosh. That's How I Beat Shaq. Yeah. April 2001, he makes his Broadway debut playing JoJo uh, in the Who Susical, by the musical by Lynn uh, Anthrains and Stephen Flat- Flattery. Oh, wow. Lord of the Dance, maybe. Flattery. Oh, that was. Ignite your passion. Ignite your passion. Uh, August 7, 2001, at the age of 13, Chucky recorded his third studio album, Oh, Aaron. Uh, it's featured his first duet recording with his brother Nick and the duet with the group at the time, No Secrets. That does not ring any bells <laughs> like at all. And I can dig back deep into some obscure reference, like The Relic Hunter with Tia Carrere. I didn't dive deep into uh, No Secrets, The Relic Hunter, dude. Remember that one? I do. Yeah. I was just a Tia Carrere fan. As you were ta- we were talking about Wayne's World before we started. We were t- I, I watched Wayne's World 1 and Wayne's World 2 back to back. Wait, that's the only way to do it. Oh, you got to. And then uh, me and Brian were talking about uh, uh, Cassandra, her character, and she's like this rock and roller, you know, like this, like this really hardcore, hardcore, yeah. You know, and like, it, like even before you really hear her songs, like her first scene, like they cut to her and she's like kicking a guy, like on stage. Remember? And then he beats that, mm-hmm. she beats that one dude up on there. Oh yeah, she's aggressive. Yeah, and then she plays her music for a pop star, <laughs> adult contemporary at best. <laughs> Dude, I the, what people think heavy metal is or metal or rock or whatever you want to call it is never what it is. No, it really isn't. It's always like a light version of what they think it is. It's it really is. But uh, she, I mean, she's not even around anymore, right? 
No, no. she was replaced. What I'm saying is that she's she's very vocal, <laughs> one way or another. Things that are not vocal, one way or another, they're gonna get you, get you, get you. Uh, Play Along Toys created an Aaron Carter action figure in conjunction with the album release. So, oh, Aaron. So if you bought the album, you got the album and an action figure. Sweet. <laughs> Posable. Uh-uh. <laughs> Aaron went platinum that same year. Live in con- concert at Baton Rouge, Louisiana was released on DVD as, oh, Aaron, live in concert. So he's banging out the live DVDs now. Can I point out real quick that this is the latest I've ever done a podcast with you? That's true. Typically, I, don't don't wreck the magic. But yeah, we're usually earlier in the day than this. Yeah, I, it, I'm getting a real. You ever seen pump up the pump up the volume with uh, dance dance? No, <laughs> that's a good song though. No, pump up the volume with uh, Christian Slater. He's got the pirate radio hard hat Harry or whatever his name. Yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of I, course, I, this is kind of vibe I'm getting right now. Yeah, man, it's, it's uh, cool. underground radio right now. Yeah, that's what it is. November twenty first, two thousand and one. Not radio, but film. Uh, Chucky's featured in the soundtrack for the Paramount and Nickelodeon movie Jimmy Neutron. Oh, that's Genius. a good show. You remember that? That was a great show. Well, Chucky does. Leave it up to me, AC's Alien Nation, and go, Jimmy, Jimmy. I don't remember any of those songs. No, I don't. Jimmy Neutron was, I a little, actually was uh, after my time. I tuned you out real quick because I was like immediately going back to like, man, those were some good episodes. <laughs> Who was the one kid that had like, <laughs> he's kind of like stocky and overweight, his best friend? He was hilarious. Every cartoon ever. Yeah. <laughs> Back to yeah, Red and point. Stimpy and... Um, Pugsley, Adam's Family. Oh, my God, dude. It's a, it's a classic combination. Yeah. Laurel and Hardy, right? That's the start. Laurel and Hardy. You know what's weird? Like, did you see the new Bill and Ted? No, not yet. Don't No spoilers. Okay, never mind then. I won't, we'll leave it at that. Moving on. September 3rd, 2002, Chucky releases a fourth studio album, Another Earthquake. It was released uh, during the Rop Rack... Rop... Released during the Rack... Oh my God, I can't talk. Released during the rock, rap, and (laughs) retro tour. There you go. The album featured patriotic theme, America, A.O., and the ballad, Do You Remember? I don't remember that at all. (laughs) (laughs) He guest starred on three episodes of the Nickelodeon TV show, All That. You remember that? All That. Who was with that? What was All That? What was All That? I do remember that slightly. They were counselors at a dude ranch. Hey, dude. And... (laughs) So that was Nickelodeon. <laughs> he sang the theme song to the PBS animated series Liberty Kids. The song was called Through My Own Eyes. No? Man. And let's think about that. It's for a, a cartoon called The Liberty Kids, so freedom and choice. I bet it's... But it's through my eyes. <laughs> through... <laughs> Aaron, confuse me, buddy. He, his catalog is all over the place. Well, I think when you get into those kids' songs, man, you really have... Uh, a large area to sing about, but it's not very controversial or anything provocative because it's like, and it's we'll a sing r- about judgment uh, or make sure that you don't be harsh to people or bully yeah. and things like that. Well, no, but you, I'm okay. Will Smith did it. Parents just don't understand. Damn, no, you're right. I, I was what about <laughs> even uh, My Chemical Romance, Teenagers? Um, there's, yeah. No, I guess you're right. So I, I feel like now Chucky here took the easy way out. He's like, ah, I'm just gonna do the uh, Disney stuff and the Nickelodeon stuff. <laughs> I like, uh, I, I like early Aaron Carter. <laughs> More a fan of his early stuff. That's true. Before before he got into the likes of like Lou Pearlman and whatnot. And the Liberty Kids. That's a great name for a band. The Liberty Kids is that's a good an idea. That's awesome a, name for a, a game. terrible song or a terrible TV show uh, name, but a great. That's a great band name, the Liberty Kids, especially nowadays. Yeah, like the Shitty Beatles. That's a good name. You think so? Yeah. I don't think so. You don't th- yeah, you're right. That, that scene, I don't know. 
Don't cave so hard, dude. Fight for your fight for your convictions. Well, no, because the Beatles are awesome. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> it depends on the genre I'm in. Like if I was hair metal or heavy metal, I'd be Fireside. Oh wow. Yeah. That Our, sets a tone. My first album, When Push Comes to Shove. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I like that you've thought about it though. Yeah. Hey, we were talking about Lou Pearlman earlier. Not Ron Pearlman. No. That's Ron Popeil. Uh, who's Ron Perlman? Ron Perlman. Ron oh. Perlman? Hellboy. Beauty and the Beast. Played oh, yeah, Vincent. yeah, that's right. Was in Pacific Rim. Was in Sons of Anarchy. You could have just said Ron Perlman. Was I, I um, Mr. and fault. Mrs. Perlman's son. Oh, Ron Little Little Ronnie Perlman? Little Ronnie. Little Ronnie. Have you seen? What's Lou? This is his brother, Lou. It's not his brother. <laughs> we don't know that. Let's just start rumors. Yeah, right. No. Well, we were talking about Lou Pearlman, right? He's a manager. Um, he is now deceased. And their sister is Rhea Pearlman, <laughs> who's on Cheers. That's not how this works, dude. Everyone named Pearlman is always related. It's I bet one, you they are related. It's one family. Right? They just all grew up together. All right. Well, let's bring in Lou. Uh, it's 2002. I did not mean to do that. During this time, uh, Chucky's parents filed a lawsuit against Lou for being his former manager, the alleged failure to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in royalties on the 1998 album, which was released through Perlman's label and production company Transcontinental. Yeah, he was snug with a buck. Oh, dude. He would pay, like, when, like, even, like, Backstreet Boys and everybody, like, their per diem was, like, 75 bucks a week. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was rough. Dude, well, March 13, 2003, Perlman's declared in contempt of court for ignoring a court order to produce documents uh, relenting... Relating to the royalty of the payments, there's a quick quote about Lou from Chucky. Um, I'll do it because he's a little kid. Here we go. Certain things happened, and it almost destroyed our family. I tried to warn everyone. I tried to warn mothers. I tried to expose him for what he was years ago. I hope you expose him because financial scandal aside, that's the least of his injustices. Lou has passed away in 2016. Yeah. Chucky wrote on Twitter, Hashtag Lou Pearlman, my old manager, died in prison. R.I.P. Lou, not the best business guy really at all, but he did discover me. Karma is real. That's pretty self... <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, when I read that... absorbed I was like, oh, okay. Like, real veil, like... Yeah. Not the, the guy's best dead. business Just guy. Him, you know, there's people mourning this guy, whether you like him or not. It's somebody's kid. Couldn't have been that bad because he figured out me. Yeah. So, <laughs> well... It's like it's like winning an Oscar, getting up there, and like first and foremost, I'd like to thank myself for which this would never have happened. Well, without me, we wouldn't be here. Um, well, people win an Oscars. Chucky starts dating Lindsay Lohan along L- Lilo? with Lilo. L- Lilo, that was her name. Well, whatever, Lilo, Lilo. All right, so he's starting. He's Lilo. He's dating Lilo. Yeah, and Hillary Duff at the same time. Hillary Duff's still around. Oh, dude, I like Hilary Duff. She was in that show I watched on TV Land. Younger. Yes, correct. Wow, that's telling for both of us. Well, what's telling... Uh, her is sister that, was in Napoleon Dynamite. That's... Uh, what was her name? Um, I can't remember. Hilary Duff? Yeah. And they had uh, they did the cover of the Bengals song. Not the Bengals. Was it uh, Was it the Bengals? Or... What was the, the song? Was it... Um, You're not giving me a lot of hints here, buddy. These, these lips don't lie. Or was it... Uh, what was that song? You're driving me nuts. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Our I lips are is it our lips are sealed? Our lips are sealed. Yeah. Maybe that was, I don't think my we, lips are sealed. No, I think that's right on either though. Your lips are sealed. What the hell was my that? My lips are sealed. I think it might be it. My lips are sealed. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. Uh, his lips weren't sealed because he's dating uh, Lilo and he's dating Duff, right? And so now they got beef with each other. Oh. We beefing. Ooh. 
Well, he tries to end the beef. He, in April of 2003, breaks up with Lindsay Lohan, and he resumes dating Hillary exclusively. And her sister! No, I'm kidding. He just goes out with Hillary. But Hillary and Haley. Yeah, man. And they beefing with Lilo. And then Lindsay Lohan had a sister, too. Feel free to check out our Lindsay Lohan episode. That's a couple episodes back, and we will get you all the information on her that we, we do. So yeah. later that same year, he and Duff end their relationship. Uh, after two years, they're like, you know what? I'm I'm out of it. So uh, he's a this, single man. This whole era of the, these child <laughs> stars is like high school. Like so and so is breaking up with this person. They're going out with their sister. And you they're, have to know they have some type of like rivalry because it's just such high school politics. Yeah, man. But they didn't go to high school, so this is how they work yeah, those things right. out, right? They yeah. didn't do it in public. Yeah. Speaking of working out things in public, November 3rd, 2003, Carter's most requested hits, a collection of hits including tracks from his last three albums, as well as the new single, One Better, is released. So now he's doing greatest hits albums. Yeah, they did the um, the How I Beat Shaq. Do you hear the remix on that? I actually Rick did. Rubin did that? No, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, like he's all super Woo! hardcore. That's How I Beat Shaq. Super aggressive. That's when he got his face tattoo. Oh, my God. No, we'll get there. No spoilers. He no. does have a face tattoo, though. And there's a whole bunch of stuff about internet porn, and we'll get there. Trust me. Just hang on. Takes a hard left, doesn't it? <laughs> it certainly does. Let's get him to the top of the mountain, though. Uh, 2003, Chucky's mom, Jane, uh, has removed more than $100,000 from his bank account without his permission. Oh, pillage that. So, yeah. See, what happened is once she gets divorced from his dad, Bob, uh, the following year, Jane's arrested. She's charged with battery for beating up Bob's new girlfriend and the future wife, Ginger Jerry, Elrod. Jerry, Jerry. Dude, just wait. According to Florida Monroe County Sheriff's Office, <laughs> Jane used a rock to break into the window and enter their house, her ex-husband's house in the Florida Keys, which you know well. She's a rock? She's not a rock. She... You're supposed to take like a towel or your sleeve and you elbow it. <laughs> That's Well, hold on. It gets better. She's in there, right? She makes her way to the bedroom where Bob and Elrod are sleeping. You know, whoa, 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 whoa. There's a lady named Elrod. Yeah, you missed well, that backtrack. Oh, okay. My brother was living in Key West when this happened. Yeah, he told me, yeah. Okay, so what happens, you're going to fill in the blanks then. So what reports say, Jane drags Elrod out of bed by her hair, hits her with a remote control. Gee. And then Bob is quoted as saying that Elrod was not going to press charges, but restraining orders are in place. <gasps> Go with the first-hand account. Uh, he just well, said second hand account. It was just so I mean if you've been to Key West, you know it's I mean it's Key West. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, he was uh Aaron Aaron Carter, was he into boat racing? No, that's uh vanilla ice. No. No, it was either Aaron or Nick Carter. It's Nick Carter, actually. Yeah, it's had like racing. had a couple boats down there. Yeah. And uh you know, he'd they would see him from time to time down there. And really? It was just, yeah, it was Key West, it's just no big deal, right? Like sure. it's they're pretty laid back down there and then then this came out, and they're like, what the fuck? This is why we moved to Key West. This is you two escape all of this. Speaking of Key West, because you brought it up, and you know how much money's down there, Chucky, like those people, has made an estimated $200 million before his 18th birthday. But two, he, ne- he never saw any of it. $200 million? $200 million. Uh, on his 18th birthday, he only made about $2 million in adulthood because reportedly... Uh, he owes that twice in taxes and due to financial mishandling by his parents. We have a quote about it. Tale as old as time, dude. McCulkin. Exactly. Uh, Gary Coleman. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Like that's, it seems like they would have some type of, how do they get around that though, right? They're the, they have a thing called the Coogan Law. Oh. 
And here's a quote from uh, Chucky about the Coogan Law. Quote. That was not planned, by the way. That tie-in? Don't don't reveal the magic. Oh. (laughs) You're fine. A quote from Chucky about the Coogan Law. Quote. Under the Coogan Law, my parents were supposed to be putting 15% of my money into the Coogan account. I got like $2 million when I turned 18. I should have like $20 million in my account. So, yeah, his parents kind of screwed up not paying taxes and not doing things. They're (laughs) ignorant. March 22nd, 2005. Saturday Night is released in promotion with Chucky during his uh, 2005 summer tour. And songs released by Transcontinental label. Lou Pearlman was still the producer. You got the single for the soundtrack, Pop Star, which Chucky stars in. And a direct video film that was based heavily on his own life as a performer. The movie Pop Star? The movie Pop Star. Was that with Adam Sandberg? I believe that's correct. No, uh, don't stop stopping or something like that. <laughs> that's not the one. No. no, you know what I'm talking about though. Is that the one? Yeah, no, that was the tagline. Is like never don't, stop stopping. Never, or don't never, stop stopping. Don't keep stop stopping. What was he in that? Um, I don't know. It doesn't say. It says it was uh, heavily based on his own life as a performer. I can see that. Have you seen that movie? No, it went direct to video. I it yeah. slipped by me, man. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't really as uh, on the radar with Aaron Carter as you seem to be. I have a copy of it. I'm not kidding you. Still in the cellophane. No way. Yeah. If yeah. you'd like a mint copy of Popstar starring Aaron Carter and uh, who did you say? It was Adam Adam Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Or Andy Sandberg. <laughs> Adam Sandler. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> that guy from SNL. This is why we don't do shows this late at Nobody night. Knew. Well, okay. If you like that, you're talking about he was into boat raising and stuff. That was a low long Was it the Lonely Island Boys? That was like their movie they put out. I think you're right. Yeah. I honestly should have gone more into it. I didn't think you'd focus on this aspect of so the podcast, he was, so you caught me off guard. So you must... I don't remember him in it, but the cards don't lie, Brian. You had mentioned Vanilla Ice. Actually, I did. You talked about boat racing, and I said, no, he's into motocross. Uh, and this card says, Chucky, a real-life motocross racer, appeared in 2005's Supercross. You remember I, that movie? Well, I immediately thought of... I love that story of Vanilla Ice when he was... Yeah, he had the jet skis, and he was just... Just fucked up, and he's driving his jet ski in his pool <laughs> during a party, just being obnoxious. Like this is a hard left, yeah, oh, the whole time. Was <laughs> 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 that? There's these instructions, like back when Google Maps first came out. You're like, how do you get from Japan to mainland China? And they're like, get on a jet ski <laughs> for four hours. And it's like, can you imagine being on a jet ski for four hours? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you got a dude holding on to your back and going together. He's like, kind of like holding on to you. He's like, you are we there yet? There was a picture I saw on uh, Google oh Earth. This would be my luck. The guy's like captured at the moment where he's falling downstairs, like outside a building, and he's like fully fallen. And that's the picture from Google Earth from that location. So don't do that or... March 21st, 2006, Transcontinental filed a lawsuit against Chucky with the Los Angeles Superior Court. They cited that he allegedly reneged on a recording deal. He signed a contract uh, on December 7th, 2004 when he was 17 and underage. Yeah, I can't do that. So his attorney, however, stated that he had the right to cancel or avoid various agreements that was signed when he was just a minor. Don't enter contracts into minors, everybody. Unless it's Columbia House of Records. Well, you'll never get out of that. I still owe for some tapes. But every month I get a new tape. It's awesome, man. I just got the Jay Giles band. Have you heard of them? No. It's centerfold, dude. Really? It's a great song. Yeah. Okay. Anus is my center hole. October, November 2006, Chucky and his siblings star in a reality show called House of Carters. I know that. It runs on E-Television Network. The series features five Carter siblings reuniting to live in the same house. 
And you can only imagine how well that went. I think Ryan Seacrest. I'm not making a joke. He was was he the producer on that? Because he's Dustin I think so, Kardashians. Yeah. That's I think correct. He was, yeah. Did you watch went House over of- like a turd to punch bowl? Did you watch House of Carters? <laughs> um, what's the next card say, Brian? It's uh, okay. We're, let's ahead. get back on task. Well, it's something that you might know about too here. September 18, 2006, it's reported that Chucky is engaged to former beauty queen and Playboy model Carrie Ann Penesi. 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 It's a long last name. There you go. <laughs> US Weekly later reported that Chucky had broken off his engagement with her, saying that he was impulsive in proposing to her, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm good. <laughs> That's got to be embarrassing. What's that? Hey, you want to get married? Yeah, I do. And you're like, you know, when I asked you to get married, I, I did. Sometimes I say things I don't mean. <laughs> We've been drinking, and I didn't really understand that you understood that I meant. That's not what I said forever, ever meant. God. So anyway, but, but you had to follow through on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like <laughs> like I can see why Vegas married, like why that happens, because you can find a place to get married real quick. Yeah, there's drive-throughs. Yeah. Where did he propose to her? That was in... Applebee's? Yeah, right. In September 2006. There you go. So you had time to think it over. Like, <laughs> you could have backed out. Like, eh, that was just drunk talk. Like, you know, like, when we talk about, like, we're going to get the place together, so we can always do this all the time, and we're, gonna, we're you know... You yeah. sound like you know about this. Is that, is we're going to get a house, and we can do this all the time, and we're going to break up with our girlfriends, and we're going to raise chickens. Wow. That's a dream. Well... Speaking of dreams, February 21st, 2008, the dream is uh, destroyed because Chucky's arrested in Kimball County, Texas. He's pulled over for speeding. The authorities found less than two ounces of marijuana in his car, and uh, he's got to do a little bit of jail, not time, but he pays a fine. And uh, People he, don't know how to drive with drugs. Not on drugs, <laughs> with drugs. You don't speed. You, you definitely s- don't speed. You use your turn signals. Yes. You, ne- you know Four-way stop, you go. You got this. You go. As was explained to me by your neighbor, dude, don't speed, don't swerve, don't get pulled over. Yeah, you're fine. Wise words. Well, speaking of swerving, 2009, Chucky joins the season nine cast of Dancing with the Stars. He gets his swerve on. <laughs> on November 10th, he's eliminated from the show. Along with his partner, Karina Smirnoff, they finish fifth place. That guy, he should have taken that. You would think, right? With all like, the dancing and stuff, choreo that he would do? Like, Built for you. His whole, yeah, he was... He opened for a boy band, like, and you think boy band, of course you think of, like, that template that we talked about, but, you know, it's not just the music. It's not about the music. It's the dance moves. I mean, it's, dancing is what boy bands are known for. <laughs> That's the second half of the formula, man. Hell. Well, he's eliminated, unfortunately, but during this time on the show, he releases some music. He released a single called Dance With Me, featuring Flo Rider in an attempt to sort of kickstart that music career again. He's like, all right. Buy my album. Did Dancing with the Stars. Please buy my album. Aaron's gotta eat. That's probably true. Uh, August 22nd, 2010, he's out performing again, making that money. He's at Rokonokomanoma, New York. Lake Rokonokomanoma, New York. It's a benefit concert. This is actually cool, so don't make fun of this. There's this girl named Adriana Bartol. She's a three-year-old stricken with stage four neuroblastoma cancer. Oh. And uh, Chucky went out there and did a benefit concert for her, so that's kind of cool. That's super cool. Kind of a nice guy. So yeah. far, he's only been pulled over for speeding, and he's got weed. So we're doing all right. Yeah. January 23rd, 2011, Chucky's manager, Johnny Wright, announces that he's entered a treatment facility to, quote, heal some emotional and spiritual issues he was dealing with. 
Where does this stem from, though? Well, he's a child star, dude. Is that that's kind of what I'm thinking too. That's also in the formula. Okay. So, after entering the facility, uh, Chucky's first message to his fans was, "Quote: The main thing in life is not to be afraid of being human." February 10, 2011, it's announced that Chucky has successfully completed a month of rehab at the Betty Ford Center in Rancho Mirage, California. So he's getting his treatment on. Good. Good for him. Exactly. Now uh, he gets back on stage. November 7, 2011, Chucky begins starring in off-Broadway productions of the world's longest-running musicals, The Fantastics, at the Snapple Theater in New York City. Yes, the Snapple Theater. Snapple? <laughs> I like Made the from the greatest lady. stuff on earth. What was the Snapple lady? What was her deal? Oh Remember yeah, she her? was great. Yeah. Well, Chucky was great uh, at the Snapple Theater in his role, cast as Matt, the play's central character. So he's getting himself off the drugs. He's getting himself back on in front of the people, working on a stage presence, doing good. January 2012, Chucky is one of eight celebrities participating in Food Network reality series Rachel vs. Guy Celebrity Cookoff. Wow. How do you think he did, Jason? Um. Not so good. He was eliminated in the first episode. Immediately. <laughs> yeah, this is my chili with uh, vegan kidney beans and uh, organic asparagus. Oh, I was thinking more like I'm gonna today. I'm making a hot pocket and tater tots. <laughs> That's true. He, I don't know his culinary skills. He could have been on the other end of the pool. I thought it'd been too far. Like I'm... it's Florida cuisine. You know, I, I was trying to think of a Florida cuisine option, and my mind went completely Gator? blank. That's why I wanted to go for the cheap joke. I was yeah. like, "Wow, it's probably alligator." I'm like, "Well, no." <laughs> I've I, never had it though. I don't know what Florida cuisine would be. If you know, send us a message. I imagine it's like regional. If you go to certain, like again, Key West, you go to Key West, you get like conch fritters. That is that is true. Maybe if you go, that's I'm not. I don't know. You're like I got nothing. That's your homework assignment. Yeah, exactly. What's Florida cuisine, everybody? That really has me stumped. Dion's Ch- chicken. That's some good chicken down there in Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. The gas chicken, station that's chicken. True. I was gonna say oh, that's a quality gas station so meal. If good. you're looking no, it's for one, tasty. <laughs> you won't regret it. No, it's quality. Do it. Endorsed. Egg rolls are good too. There. Not a sponsor. Tell him Jason sent you. January 12, thousand twelve. Chucky performs a concert at the Showcase Live in Foxborough, Massachusetts. So he's up there with that clam chowder. Ooh. Uh, January nineteenth, two thousand twelve. He performs a concert at Gramercy Theater in New York City. That's where you get your salsa. February 2nd, 2012, he's at the Leslie. New York City? Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, was a minute late. Why, where were you? Because I couldn't remember if it was for picante sauce. <laughs> picante. <laughs> or if it was for salsa. It's salsa. Salsa. Okay. What if you want a salsa? You want the salsa? <laughs> we're not doing it. Don't my do salsa, it. My salsa brings other boys to you. Uh, February 2nd. Here's a sad thing. February 2nd. There's no boys coming to the yard for Leslie Carter. Uh, his sister, she overdosed and was under the influence of several drugs, and she died. The report listed three drugs that were found in her, uh, well, near her. They had olazapine to treat the symptoms of schizophrenia and bipolar disorder she had, and then psilobenzaprine, uh, it's a muscle relaxant, and then alprazamlam, there's a band name. That sounds like a techno band, like clockwork. Yeah. Uh, used to treat anxiety and panic disorders, also known as Xanax. So she popped Xanax and some other uh, prescription drugs, and she had a bad reaction, and she died. See, and that's kind of why I asked earlier, like, what, where's this stemming from? And I know you said child star. And I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. But I was, as I'm listening to this, I'm thinking there's got to be... Might be a family Yeah, because that stuff is, you know... It's, hereditary. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It is. Well, uh, something that's less unfortunate, May 11, 2012, uh, Chucky's out. He performs an acoustic show at the Mohegan Sun Casino in Uncaseville, Connecticut. 
So he's he's trying to recover. He's trying to get back to the music thing, man. Like yeah. he had that little dip with the drugs and at the Betty Ford and at the other, <laughs> sorry, Michelle, Ooh. at the other rehab center. Yeah, and I, now he's trying to come back to the stage, man. He's doing a lot of these shows. And he's doing acoustic shows. I like a. I'll support that. I like a good comeback. I, I I give a lot of people in his situation a pass if it's not because they're just an asshole or they're because they're in, they feel like they deserve <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like like Amanda Bynes. Like oh god, he's love Amanda Bynes. Yeah, I and mean, I know she's you know done some pretty off the wall stuff and it the way that they kind of like the media spun that was that she's just just Britney Spears like shaved head umbrella crazy but no she wasn't crazy you know she I think she was diagnosed uh, bipolar and it was like okay like I can get behind you I can support you like I give you these are things that you cannot control yeah you know, like, well, there you go. Yeah, kicking somebody out of the dressing room because there's one brown M M&M and M in there, and you're just a dick. That you know, like that's inexcusable. But... R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of guitar players, May 30th, 2012, Chucky hosts uh, with Ryan Cabrera on the Ryan Cabrera Show in oh, Flemington, yeah. New Jersey. Remember Ryan Cabrera? I remember his hair is obnoxious. All the way down. Yeah. Him and his acoustic guitar. All the way down. Number 15 on Billboard. He reminded me of that dude in high school when you'd go to like a field party or whatever. It was always that guy that had the acoustic guitar by the. You know, it always had it on the ready to play. You you know there is. I know who you're talking If anyone of. anyone's listened to the show, I have people uh, are nemesis of high school. Yeah. We started the high school band, and then like the next summer. Him and his nerd friend decided to be the two acoustic guys. Like, we're going to play acoustic guitar and sing. Yeah, my th- they sold their soul to the devil to make that happen. <sighs> and it worked, though. They were very popular for a while, even though if you talk to friends of the show, like Lonnie or somebody, they'll be like, those guys are nerds. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Ryan Cabrera, that's who that guy reminded me of. <laughs> the obnoxious hair. The acoustic douche at the party. $600 denim jacket that's, you know, strategically fringed. And, you know, yeah, I hated that guy. <laughs> awesome. Well, speaking of playing outside for people, 2013, Chucky kicks off his first tour in eight years, the After Party Tour. So the tour runs from February to December in 2013. It includes 150 shows in the U.S. and Canada, and he does quite well at that. Does he really? He does. People like him. He played uh, at the Capitol Theater in Flint like six years ago. What? Yeah. How did I miss this? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he was there. Wow. Yeah. Well, much like Flint, November 22nd, 2013. That's my birthday. Files, what? Yeah, November 22nd. Oh, I knew that, actually. I'm sorry. Dude, we talked about this. The worst ever was like, no one, like, I don't want to die. It's like a thing I'm, I'm scared <laughs> the most of in the world. Like, I don't want to die. Yeah, which is, I don't want it to end, Which man. is funny because, like, my behaviors and the things that I indulge uh, <laughs> kind of expediate this process. Counterproductive. But to me, like, do you want to know when you want to die? Yeah, that would suck. But I think what would suck more is if November 18th. You don't know the year. You just like you know the day that you're gonna die. Oh yeah, but not the year. Every year you're freaking out. Yeah, and then by staying home and avoiding it is that's when the Maybe plane, that's what gets you. Yeah, it's when the plane engine falls in your house and kills you. Oh, yeah. final destination, Donnie, Donnie Darko. Darko. Yeah, boom. All right, much like the people who made Donnie Darko, November twenty second, two thousand thirteen, Chucky files for bankruptcy. Uh, he's got one or three point five million dollars in debt. Right, damn. It's mostly taxes owed on the money that he made. When he was super popular and his parents didn't pay for that shit yeah. like they were supposed to. Meanwhile, parents were living high on the hog. Dude. So a quote from Chucky's publicist, this guy Steve Honig. I'll do my lawyer voice. This is not a negative thing. It is actually very positive. It's him doing what he needs to do to move forward. He owes the Internal Revenue Service $1.3 million in back taxes from his income in 2003 when he was just 16 years old. I was trying to find on YouTube a like 
a typewriter sound for the background. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm trying to do the lawyer from The Simpsons, but it's hard. He's super nasal, and my voice should do it. No, the lawyer. No, Lionel, Lionel, Lionel Hutz, Lionel Hutz. I'm not doing Lionel Hutz. I'm doing Mr. Burns' lawyer. The oh yeah, guy with the yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. Gray suit. That's exactly the one. Well, after a year, 2014, Chucky settles all of his tax debt, so he is free and clear from the government. Woo. Wow, he's making it. I'm, I'm happy for him. Well, right. He's he's coming back. Oh wait, you said something about pornography charges. No, 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 no. I didn't mention a thing about it. Okay, <laughs> it's coming. There's no porno charges. I don't like it too excited for the I guy. Won't. No, here here's something exciting. June four. Uh, June 2014, he goes on an 11-city Canadian tour during which he performs new songs from his upcoming album. Uh, he announces that he'll be embarking on a worldwide tour after that called the Wonderful World Tour. He does not do well naming his tours. What do you call it? The Wonderful World Tour. Yeah, the, I thought the after party was an odd name for a party. If you're the struggling after- with sobriety, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like You don't want to bring that temptation just in. Just what it means, you know? Hey, after party, my house. Well, the Wonderful World Tour is named after the song titled The Wonderful World of his upcoming album. He sold tour dates. Uh, Maybe that was a callback to The Wonderful World of Disney. Oh, wow. Yeah. Layers. It's all about layers. In July, he appears on Good Day LA, where he performed Ooh Wee, a single featuring Pat Solo. You familiar with Pat Solo? That's the song? What? Ooh-wee. Uh-huh. I don't know that one. I, I imagine it goes, ooh-wee. What's the rest of it? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's the Pat Solo part. I don't do that part. I just do the Aaron Carter part. Okay. Uh, February 2015, he releases an EP through SoundCloud titled The Music Never Stopped, in case you wondered. <laughs> January 31st. The song titles ain't much better than his words. They're really not, dude. It's creativity. Apparently, he's a performer. <laughs> this guy's a performer. He's not like a wordsmith, all right? So that's how I beat Shaq. <laughs> January 31st, 2016, he releases his music video, Curious, under the name Kid Carter. That was one of our hints in the opening. Oh, it was. You don't remember Curious either, do you? We're into obscure. We're into late Aaron Carter now, and now you're like, I don't know. You are going on some deep tracks with Aaron Carter. <laughs> This is all not on Disney. I'm more of a Disney fan. Aaron was just sort of in there. So, all right. How about the single Fool's Gold? He released April 2016. No, I don't. January 2017. Sooner or later. Sooner or later. No, I don't know that one. All righty. Uh, both those songs appeared on the EP Love, released February 2017. Don't know it. All right. And with that. I'm not the biggest, Aaron Carter. <laughs> I know of Apparently you. not. You had a lot up in the I, beginning there. Yeah, You're, I kind of came uncoiled at the end there. Like, yeah. Unraveled there, but yeah. much like myself, I'm an early Beatles fan. I hate late Beatles, what? Sgt. Pepper, and all that Are you shit. Serious? That's some bullshit. Why? It's too is it the, okay, weird is it, shit. Is it that you don't like the Beatles, or you don't because of those <laughs> people we talked about that sold their soul to the devil? Yeah, no. You're like, is it because of them that they were into like like Rocky Raccoon, like oh, everything off the White Album? Like, no, I I really don't. It's not my style. I'm not a psychedelic. What, good music's not your style. Yeah, apparently not. I'm not a psychedelic guy. Here's other controversial thing. I don't like the Doors. There you go. I, Their bass player is my mo- favorite guy. Morrison was more of a crooner <clears throat> than a singer. Check out our Jim Morrison episode. But right yeah. now, we're going to head into break. Uh, here's a song by my high school band, which I did like at the time. One day. Uh, that was a short break, and I saw you typed a message. So that was pretty much what you I did. did your break. 
Did you do anything else? That I, I was um, actually Googling Aaron Carter's discography. <laughs> there you go. You have to be careful when you download things. You don't want full discography. No. You want greatest hits. Oh, is that what it is? Well, you'll get a lot of performances. Oh, it's blowing up. You're right. Uh-oh. No, it's not. Okay, good. Well, speaking of blowing up, July 15, 2017, Chucky's arrested in Georgia. He didn't blow anything up, but he was a uh, sp- suspicion of driving under the influence, and he's got some marijuana charges. Arresting officers witnessed Chucky driving all over the road, running into the median while uh, operating a Chevy Suburban with no tags. Again, things you can prevent. Well, you- there's a reason, though. See, since September 11th, uh, attacks he opted to not fly anymore he's like i don't really like flying i'm just gonna rent a car and that's fine but you can not be high when you do it <laughs> well let's get there uh he rents a car and he, he he's doing that for a while but then he's like i'm wasting money on this rental stuff so what he does is instead he purchases an inexpensive car for him and his girlfriend to travel after the club appearance on Friday in North Carolina, they're gonna they're gonna head out to not draw attention to him. Well, no, he's saving money. He, oh, okay. Like, it's easier to buy a cheap ass car than I guess rent a car. Is it really? I don't I'm, know. A cheap ass car about North Carolina, right? Did you buy a dollar car? What'd what? you buy? <laughs> well, he's got a quote about. It. He says, "Quote: I made a decision to buy a very cheap car so that I wasn't wasting money on rental cars. Uh, it was a lemon, so the alternator was shot, and then it kept dying." Ben will sell you a car. It'll last you. <laughs> you do have a car that, well, as we fixed it this morning in my driveway, yeah. life, but sure. Luckily for us, no police approached us, but they approached Chucky at the AutoZone parking lot where he stopped for repairs. AutoZone. He was pulled out of the store. He said he told officers he had marijuana in the car. Uh, he denied he was under the influence of alcohol. He said he can't drink because of a medical condition. He said, quote, I'll occasionally have a sip of beer or something like that, but I can't even drink IPAs. I can't drink anything like that. Which tells me he knows what they taste like. Uh, he probably does it. IPAs taste like uh, cough drop floating in uh, maple syrup. You know what I like Aaron Carter? You know what I like about him? What's up? He's just like us. <laughs> He's driving a shitty car, breaks down, goes to AutoZone in the parking lot to get what he needs. Well, much like yourself, uh, he denies ever doing meth, crack, and cocaine or heroin. Uh, he says he's tried ecstasy a couple of times when he was a teen. Uh, he said that was a mistake. He also does take some me- medication for anxiety and high blood pressure. So uh, there's some pain medicine for a jaw injury and for smoking marijuana. You would think, seeing what happened to his sister, you would like stay mixing, off prescription drugs. I mean, even the the combination of these things. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, as far as marijuana that night, he said he hadn't had marijuana nine hours before the police arrested him. So it was out of his system. He said, quote, I smoke for anxiety. And I smoke to eat. Wiping away tears, Chucky said that he hadn't slept in days and he wasn't able to stop crying. The authorities are like, you've got a misdemeanor charge, including a DUI. You got possession of less than an ounce of marijuana and uh, possession of drug-related objects. Now, here's the problem with that. It wasn't... That was his second run-in with the police in just a matter of hours. Because, right, after that, he goes to the Walmart and... Just like us. (laughs) That's what you're waiting for. Uh, He went to the Walmart in Commerce, Georgia, after blowing out a tire on that Chevy Suburban. He's riding in on the rims. He leaves his Chevy there for an hour while they're fixing the tire, right? So he comes back. um, Like, here's the thing, right? He He drops the car off, right? And he goes over the next door, and there's there's an ice cream store. Ooh. And so he gets himself an ice cream cone. And what's the most popular flavor of ice cream cone is vanilla, right? Yeah. And so Aaron Carter's going to town on this ice cream cone. <laughs> he goes back to the, the auto mechanic, and they're like, the car's ready. All right, cool. 
And uh, Aaron's got like just vanilla ice cream all over his face. And he goes to talk to the mechanic. Mechanic goes, he's looking at his paper, and he goes, uh, "Miss Carter, it looks like you blew a seal." And uh, Aaron's like, "No, it's just vanilla ice cream." <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> yeah. No, that's not what happened. He had a bad tire, and so he comes back. He picks up his car. He's got a new tire on it. His credit cards are declined. Brian will be appearing at the Funny Bone, <laughs> December fifth through the third. Tickets are available online. Crime and Music. The Haha Factory. Uh, so uh, they're like, dude, you can't pay for this, right? Are, are, are you telling me you can't pay for this? And then the employees manage. They call the manager up there. They're figuring out. They're solving the problem somewhere in there. Somebody calls the cops on him. Like this guy's trying to stiff the Walmart. So they call the cops on him, right? Uh, they thought he had a spare key and that he was going to like jump in his car and drive away. So <laughs> the police show up. Luckily, as, as it would turn out, a fan pays a $110 bill at Walmart. And uh, all he had to do, Chucky gave her an autograph and a photo, took a picture with a selfie. Wow. Like, look, I bought Aaron Carter a tire at Walmart today. I would spend 110 bucks to have that story. <laughs> I would. Put it on your social media. I would. I would. That's hilarious. Two hours later. Ice cream all over his face. I got a selfie with him. <laughs> Two hours later, he's arrested for that swerving, like we talked about before. And so he has to cancel his concert and or his appearance, his club appearance in North Carolina. And he puts out a tweet that says, Tweet, due to transportation issues, Aaron will not make his appearance tonight. Uh, he promises to come back soon, and he apologizes to the fans and Mix 93.3. And you're all lucky that he's in your life. I don't think so. This is a club appearance. I don't know oh, okay. if he's back to fame and uh, height of popularity at this point. Were you a fan in 2016? You were much more earlier on. Um, no, I wasn't. Right on. I was aware of him. I was aware because I saw. To me, he was just kind of one of those things, like, oh, you know, you knew who he was. What's well, the, the House of Carters thing? Yeah, yeah. And then the la- then it was just kind of like he. I didn't really hear about him for a while there, and then I saw pictures of him when he was in the hospital, and he looked rough, like Crip Keeper, dude. Like, oh, it was awesome. it was rough. You're just like, something's well, wrong with this guy. Let's go with that, because July 2017, Chucky discusses his health problems. He's got a hiatal hernia. That's when some of your abdominal organs slip through your diaphragm in the middle of your chest compartment. Jeez. And then he's lactose intolerant, which is if you drink dairy, you'll fart a lot. It's a rough combination, man. Yeah. There really is. September 2017, police are called to his house, another rough combination, uh, in St. Petersburg, Florida, in response to an anonymous suicide threat. So He did. He said he was going to? Well, it's anonymous. We don't know. Documents show that St. Petersburg police arrived at the house at 10.01 p.m. after the friend reported that Chucky threatened to commit suicide. So authorities arrive on scene, but they didn't find Chucky. The hell? Authorities are called to his home three times in a 24-hour period earlier that week. So he's having some issues. There. Yeah, he's struggling. Now, September 2017, he is struggling, but he's leaking help on The Doctor is a syndicated health-focused talk show to discuss public attention generated by his gaunt appearance, as you said, and drug-related arrest issues. Yeah, he was, gaunt's the best way to describe it. Through a series of tests and examinations, it's revealed that he's not suffering from cancer or any sexually transmitted disease, but he did have candidia an infection which can be a sign of a weakened immune system it's basically thrush like a tongue infection yeah he tested negative for illegal drugs but tested positive for a mixture of benzodiazepines with opiates so he's on bennies and potentially dangerous combination of prescription and medication that he says he took for anxiety and to sleep so yeah you can't just be mixing shit together man yeah you can't be self-prescribing no dude you don't know what that stuff does no so, uh, he's malnourished. He weighed 115 pounds. He, he had, was a, man. Yeah, he was. He was never that big of a guy to begin with. Well, no, but he had a body mass index of 17, where most people like 
is around like 20, 25. Oh, okay, <laughs> like yeah. Americans. <laughs> Dude. He's advised to enter a drug rehab program and uh, remain under medical care. So, dude, yeah, like you said, he was looking rough. Yeah. So he admits himself to the ALO house. It's a treatment center in Malibu, California. Um, and he gets treatment, man. So good for him. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. What do you say about that? I mean, no, like, that's I good. Know. Like, hey, yeah, good. You good. Had some problems. Uh, you identified they they, it. You sought help. There who advised him to get? Was it the court? Well, yeah, the court had totally advised him to enter yeah. drug rehab. Like, look, wink, buddy. wink, get your ass into rehab, right? Well, speaking out of wink and wink, August fifth, two thousand seventeen, Chucky comes out as bisexual through his Twitter. I didn't know that. Later that year, December eighteenth, he made a guest appearance on the podcast LGBTQ and A to discuss both his career and sexuality. Now he reaffirmed his bisexuality publicly on at least one other occasion, but he also said that he's only ever had relationships with women. Uh, he's dated several high-profile females, as we've discovered uh, before. Hillary Duff, Lindsay Lohan, Carrie Ann Panettonish. So February 16, 2018, he releases his fifth studio album. He gets back in there uh, making music. February 2018, he's reported uh, improvements in his condition. He's got therapy for coping with the death of his father later that year. And oh, the breakup with his longtime girlfriend. So he's dealing with things. A lot of triggers. His weight's a little better. He's up to about 160 pounds or 75.5 kilos for our European listeners. 2019, we're getting current. Chucky and his mom, Jane, appear in the WeTV reality series, Marriage Boot Camp Family Edition. I am not aware of that show. No, what they do is they do basically family therapy in a reality TV format in a boot camp style. So it's like, what, 30 days or oh, 10 okay. days or something like that. So it's intense, like interpersonal therapy on reality television so, with your mom so was, what was the show on vh1 when with uh dr drew oh yeah yeah and there was um, celebrity rehab celebrity rehab yeah, yeah yeah we've had people on here before from celebrity rehab okay what's his name the guy with the big clock flavor flav flavor flav yeah we yeah. talked about him in celebrity rehab. bam Majer was it bam from jackass yes yeah he was him and his mom and phil were on that <laughs> Oh, they were and he's they he, had problems really oh, there's relationship man. issues you, you uh was it don vito Oh, the uncle? Yeah, he's yeah. dead. Uh, well, of course. Did you see the man? He yeah, weighed like 400 yeah. pounds <laughs> the, yeah, the back re- in the 90s. The Reaper was in the neighborhood, dude. He was just looking for the door. That guy was lucky to make it as long as he did. Well, he was like 70 years old. That yeah. was 30 years ago. Yeah. I mean, that's 100. What do you want him to do? Well, no, it wasn't that. He was... Oh, okay. It was an unhealthy lifestyle. He unhealthy didn't live past 100. Yeah. Right, I got it. <laughs> All right. Speaking of what... Uh, Bam Margera's family should have done. August 12, 2019, Chucky's granted a restraining order against his ex-girlfriend. She's a Russian model, Lena Valentina, and she reportedly threatened to stab him. Ooh. And so he kind of was like, I should get some professional distancing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's not really good at relationships anyway. He has a tumultuous relationship with his siblings over the years. Many of their feuds have played out on social media for the public to read. September 19th, Chucky manages uh, some allegations of sexual abuse against his deceased sister, Leslie. She, the one who died of the drug overdose. Why? At the point. He's saying that she uh, abused the last lasted three years beginning when he was 10 and ending when he was 13 uh it occurred when lindsay leslie would fail to take her prescription medication to treat her bipolar disorder okay so he's also accused his brother nick of lifelong abuse though he did not go into details and implied that nick had abused a female family member jeez dude he's just going after the family wow yeah he's just 
gloves are off, dude. Nick's legal team, of course, denies all allegations, which uh, came after Nick and his sister Angel. They sought restraining orders against him. Uh, September 18th, he tweets that he surrendered two of his rifles to the authorities because the confession came a day after Nick Carter filed a restraining order against his younger brother there, uh, Chucky, over alleged remarks Chucky made about wanting to kill Nick's pregnant wife, Lauren Kitt, and their unborn child. But, like, Nick, though, he made efforts, though, right, to help his brother? Well, here we go. So Chucky originally tweets, "Uh, So today I decided to voluntarily allow the sheriff's department to hold on to two of my rifles, and I'm doing a show of good faith and cooperation with law enforcement at uh, D-O-J-P-H, hashtag gun safety, hashtag gun control. And then Nick tweets, After careful consideration, my sister Angel and I regret that we were required to seek restraining orders against our brother Aaron today. In light of Aaron's increasingly alarming behavior that his recent confession that harbors thoughts and intentions of killing my pregnant wife and our unborn child, we were left with no choice but to take every measure possible to protect ourselves and our family. We love our brother and truly hope he gets proper treatment he needs before any harm comes to himself or anyone else. Hashtag mental health. Hashtag gun control now. Hashtag gun control. Ash oh, Brown. wait. We're not done. Oh, man. Chucky's tweet. So my brother just got a restraining order against me, and that's just served, LOL. Take care, Nick Carter. Uh, we're done for life. I haven't seen him in four years, and I don't intend. Leave me alone for the rest of my life. I'm begging you, please. I haven't seen you guys, and Nick, you bullied me my whole life and tortured me as a child, and everyone knows it. It's been public, and now you're scared of the truth. How many characters were in this twit? This tweeter. Uh, <laughs> what, this Twitter, Twitter war? War, yeah. Just the two of them. Okay. I think I just did the two, right? Yeah, yeah. I just basically like, wow. There you go. Speaking of characters, January 2020, we're in the we're in the current era. Oh, German wow. artist Johan Jodecki pointed out to Chucky on Twitter that Chucky's making unauthorized use of Jodecki's uh, copyrighted artwork to promote a clothing line. So uh, Chucky responded to Jod tweeting, you should have taken it as a compliment, Dick. A fan of mine sent this to me. Oh, there it goes again. The answer is no. This image has been made public, and I'm using it to promote my clothing line, AaronCarter.com. Guess I'll see you in small claims court, fuckery. Did he win? Following the incident, Yoda Key was interviewed saying he was absolutely amazed at Chucky's response. Uh, no, I still think it's being played out in the courts. Oh, it was wow. only in January, dude. We're not there yet. Dun it, dun it. Now, if you do want to see what court. Chucky's doing right now, in March 2020, he opened a fans-only account, which is a popular adult entertainment uh, industry what app, website, I guess, where you can start your own pay people to page, and people can look at you and do stuff. He announced public news of his performances via a shirtless Instagram post. Post read, quote, It's my first time. Check me out live tonight at Cam Soda, 9 p.m. Hashtag Cam Soda, hashtag Cam Model. So now he's doing like internet modeling. Wow. He's on fans only. He's scrambling. He needs some money. Chucky was set for a live camera sex show. The act included eating bananas, teasingly, and masturbating for a live audience for the first time ever. But please, no dairy, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Not not, not, not for (laughs) Chucky, no. Uh, he begins charging fifty to a hundred dollars per nude photo, or twenty six dollars a month for membership. FYI, it is not worth it. Pink News. Ben Burn, Brian. No, not from me. Uh, Pink News stated that quote the prices are steep and the content is bizarre. While Queerty said quote the reviews of Aaron Carter's fans only page are in and they are not good. 
Seems like somebody would have leaked those. Even oh, I'm sure it's a, I didn't try to dive not, too deep into Aaron Carter and Fanzola. I'm yeah. scared. Well, uh, also being scared, he's in a relationship. Wait with a minute, he was lactose intolerant, <laughs> and he's eating an ice cream cone. No, it was a banana. No, no, when he outside the Walmart. Oh no, that's just my joke about mechanics and seals. No, the, the guy that uh, no. Uh, he was, so he wasn't eating an ice cream cone? No, he just had a blown-out tire. But if you oh. ever have someone who says they took their car to the mechanic, you say, the vanilla ice cream cone blew a seal. Well, I don't know who to go. believe anymore, Brian. <laughs> right? Isn't that the worst thing? It's fake news. <laughs> who I knows t- what's real? Because in my head, that was the story that I would probably tell somebody, yeah, he was eating an ice cream cone. <laughs> Yo, you probably will now. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the only part of this podcast I remember. Is something about an ice cream cone? Aaron We're going to Perlman that. <laughs> yeah, right. That's hilarious. Um, well, okay, let's try, let's talk happy news. Chucky's in a relationship with his now fiance, Melanie Martin. Um, she's like a, she's Melanie she's Martin. Like, she's like an online personality, I, I believe, to oh, some degree. Yeah, but she gets arrested though, um, over domestic violence abuse involving Chucky in a series of social media posts. Uh, he posts that his girlfriend, Melanie, choked him, punched him. Um, oh, after he broke off the relationship and asked her to move out. There you go. There's somewhat of a cause and effect there. Wait. Hey, I need you to break. I'm breaking up with you, and you need to get out. Yeah. Just change the lock. <laughs> um, let's see here. Martin, 32, is being held in lieu of $50,000 bail following her arrest. Quote from Chucky. He said, quote, I tried to defuse the situation. She choked my trachea. <laughs> he also displayed a visible scratch on his arm. Oh. So law enforcement determined that Martin was the aggressor. Because when they show up to those things, if we've noticed, somebody's going to jail. Yeah. And so uh, she's gone. He takes to Instagram with a photo of himself in the mirror with a caption that read, quote, Bachelor's life is no life for a single man. Hashtag single. Martin Bachelor's Hitch. life is a single life. <laughs> I don't think he understood what he meant. I don't think. He's just still letting people know that his girlfriend got arrested and he's single now. <laughs> okay. So, hey, ladies, uh, they hauled her off, so I'm back in the market. He's a bachelor. Well, until Monday, which she was released from jail after posting Bond. So that is the most current things I can tell you about wow. Aaron Carter. We're going to end the show with a quote from Chucky himself. Says, quote. That's how I beat Shaq. Having a dream, living that dream, losing that dream, dreaming again, and then having that dream. I can't oh my do God. it. Oh, God. Sorry. Let me try is he, <clears throat> is he dream, sleeping in the dream? Stop. No. Nope. having a dream. I can do it. <clears throat> it's okay. like, what's the artist of the, the, the stairs that go up and never end? Yeah, it's like, like a, a, a Ansel Adams a, 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 or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's a photographer, Ansel Adams. No, it is. Herbert. MC Escher. Yeah. Here we go. Quote from Chucky Aaron Carter, A.A. Ron himself. Quote, having a dream. I can't do it. Oh, God. Having a dream, living that dream, losing that dream, dreaming again, and then having that dream come true is one of the greatest feelings ever <laughs> because I'm stronger. Aaron Carter, so a ladies dream within and a dream. It's like the Russian dolls. Like, yeah, it's a messing up. doll. Of There's a dream. another dream. A dream. Open up. There's a dream. A dream. There's Let's a dream. end it with Aaron Carter, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that was a lot. What do you think about Aaron Carter? You know, I was like, oh, yeah. how I beach. I love that song. I, 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 I the rose petal glasses when it started out. I'm not gonna lie. And then you had some early information. That's for sure. You didn't touch on the face tat. First of all. Well, he does have a fate test too. Hey, man, whatever you want to look about, I, that's up to you. No, no, it's um, I it's don't know. funny I, you mentioned the face tat. He did take some heat when he announced that he was single on Instagram. Everybody was like, "Great, you get rid of that face tat, give me a call." <laughs> so, there's like high profile Instagrammers and stuff like that lighting him up. Yeah, he. Uh, I. It sounds like he's struggling with some stuff, man. I wish him the best. I really do, Aaron. If you're out there, 
Get better, man. Yeah, he didn't really mess up too much there. Eh? And it was a big story of redemption because he had some addic- addictions and made some poor choices in driving. And but overall, websites. Oh well, hey, if he wants to do porn, man, that's on him. I, I but, don't, you know, I don't fault his ability to make a living. No, yeah, do what you gotta do. I get it, but like, it just like I'm surprised that that wasn't more like it was it was it what was the one where they hacked everybody like the everybody's phones was it flat flapgate or what was it uh, whatever it was where they like they somebody hacked into everybody's iPhones and they started right. releasing pictures like yeah I, I don't know if I had that level of. If I was aware, or if people were aware of me, you know, I, I would just be worried that somebody's gonna like pay the thirty bucks, whatever it was, screenshot it, <laughs> send it out. It just, I don't know, like it just. I think all his little endeavors were sad, and by sad, I mean obviously the guy's struggling with some stuff. And yep, he's, he's got some things to work out. But yeah. I don't know. I think if you've gone to mow the your point, lawn, <laughs> it always comes back to that. Mow right? your lawn, motherfucker. Just get out there and mow your lawn. But, I think I think if it comes to the point where you've got a fans only site, uh, I think everyone knows what your intentions are. What do you make eighty bucks on that? <laughs> Come on, twenty six bucks a month, dude. I'm telling you, you get nothing. It's a waste of money. It's ridiculous. Uh, anyway, speaking of Instagram, because he releases things on Instagram, we got some... royalties though. He would have oh some God. money from royalties from all his Disney shows. We talked about this. His parents didn't put anything in that account. Remember, he got yeah, screwed yeah, out of like yeah. two hundred million dollars or something. You just want to see the win, don't you, for Aaron Carter? You're like, I want him to win. I, I'm, I'm rooting for Aaron Carter, man. I am. Rudy, Rudy. You're like, come on, man. Just one like guest really appearance. Fucking Super Bowl. Something, dude. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna play some feedback. My revenge. Ugh. Oh, it just keeps going. Yeah. Oh. All right, we got some feedback from Bonnie on Instagram. Uh, she put quote. I've been talking to you all morning, listening to the Randy Travis episode. Not that you heard a word of it. We did, Bonnie. I love Blanco Brown, and the Get Up is my ringtone because I was singing Blanco Brown. Okay. Do the anyway. Uh, let's see. She's an old rocker, but enjoys music. She's listening. We should listen to the song Zero Fucks by Second Chance. Never heard of them. You know that one? No. I, is it... Don't. Okay. Well, I'm writing know. it down right now so I can give it a there listen. There you go. Uh, we were also talking about Scott Stapp. She says, Scott Stapp, lead singer in Creed, major issues. Uh, that's a good future show idea. And trivia. I just, it, there was a, it was on YouTube, and it was I, it was a half-hour documentary on Marilyn Manson. And then they also did uh, Scott Stapp from Creed. Ooh. And it was really good. Nice. Yeah. Uh, did they do anything about Danny Bonaducci? No, but they should. I didn't really dig too deep into it, but they should. In the Bonaducci episode, we mentioned that uh, he was at kzok in seattle okay well oh, the, the talk to the morning show yeah 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 when he was big on that apparently jimmy kimmel worked there also in uh 89 after graduated from unlv broadcasting school because bonnie grew up with kimmel and went to school with him really so hey thanks bonnie yeah. for listening i really appreciate that uh, wow that's cool we also got some other instagram feedback we got a comment from terrible godlike said my favorite podcast that was uh, put on our TI podcast. So, uh, hey, thanks, Terrible Godlike. Appreciate that. Sweet. And then finally, we got a speak pipe from Skittles because he's colorful. Feel free to go to crimeandmusic.com and leave us a speak pipe message. And this is from Skittles. All right. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Thighs like what, what, what? Baby, move your butt, butt, butt. I think I'll say it again. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Thighs like a what, what, what. All night long. Let me see that thong. Skittles, everybody. Skittles. Nice. 
Thank Dude, you. Shaker, that'd be a good one. That'd be hey man. His poetry comes in all shapes and sizes, I was gonna say, but it's not. It's always about butts. So oh, is it really? He always think talks about butts. <laughs> so once we started it's talking awesome. about butts, you know that it's time to wrap up another episode <laughs> of Crime and Music. Uh feel free to reach out to us on all the social medias, crime and music. Uh, or go to crimeandmusic.com. You can leave us a speak pipe message there like Skittles did. Read us some of your poetry about butts or anything else that you'd like to talk about. We'd love to hear it. Any parting messages from Jason? No, always great to be here, Brian. Appreciate the invite. I Actually, it's a different vibe being at night. The, night, the PM yeah, recordings? I like it. I really do. Crime and Music After Dark. I'm excited to hear who we have next. I really am. Oh, man. You're going to love it. Like everybody else is going to love it. So tune in to another Crime and Music. Every other week, we'll bring you an amazing episode about somebody in music and something they did wrong. And like the song says. You should give a clue at the end of who the next podcast is going to be about. Never trust a big butt and a smile. There you go. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.